Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are going to be doing a hotel highlight this week. And the highlighted hotel this week will be at the hotel that I stayed at when I went to go see Adele, and that is Caesar's Palace. Uh, Caesar's Palace has been here since 1968 and has actually had many, many different remodels, but it is still here after such a long period of time. So I'll be going over Caesar's Palace and some of the things that you should know about this particular property, whether Caesar stayed there or not, is uh, still up for interpretation. Um, I will not be going over like the whole Adele sort of weekend. Uh, I'll be doing that at a different podcast. Uh, just kind of wanted to put a couple different things together. But in, this will be a general outline of what Caesar's Palace is like and what you should be looking for when you stay at this particular property. So in this week's hotel highlight, we are looking at Caesar's Palace. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. Hey everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be talking about Caesar's Palace today. So Caesar's Palace is actually a very large property. It actually boasts really, uh, actually very close, lower 4,000 rooms. So it's actually quite a large property. And also it has a huge footprint on the Las Vegas Strip just because it has its main towers, its pool, its convention center. It also takes up a very large sort of parking space. It also takes up a very large section on the Strip for the Forum Shops Mall, which, fun fact, is actually not owned by Caesars Palace. It is actually owned by, I totally forgot the company was on the tip of my tongue, and I forgot. Um, but anyways, so they are also the same company that owns the Fashion Show Mall, so look at that. But anyways, uh, Caesars Palace, been here since 1968. Um, it originally had just the Forum Tower, that's the tower that you see uh, right behind all the fountains when you're actually looking at it head on. And then you have the very large, the other three large towers, which make up the Augusta, Octavius, and uh, Palace Tower. Uh, and those are actually kind of a fortress that sort of encloses the pool area, which used to be where they had the boxing events. If you're here or listening or old enough to remember, uh, that's where it was as well. There's also another secret tower uh, known as the Nobu Hotel, which the Nobu Hotel is a hotel within a hotel, which another hotel actually has the same feature. And that is the Park MGM, which has the Nomad that sits on the very last 10 floors of their hotel. I think it's actually last five floors, but it's been a while. So uh, just off the top of my head. But anyway, so going into Caesar's Palace. So Caesar's Palace is a very luxurious property. Um, it actually just had its casino renovated, I believe, less than two years ago. Um, it actually had its, actually less than a year ago, it had its casino area redone. It's much brighter. The entrance is also re revamped. It's much bigger, much more airy, a little bit bright. A lot more light comes into the part of the casino. But 
Anyway, so Caesar's Palace. So they have four different towers to choose from. So they have, actually, it looks like they have five towers. So the Forum Tower, the Palace Tower, uh, yeah, the Palace Tower, the Julius Tower, Augustus Tower, and the Octavius Tower. So they actually have many, many towers to choose from. So what should you know? So the things you should know about the towers. The Forum Tower is going to be the older rooms because they have been here the longest. It's the oldest you know, it's the oldest tower at the property. Then you have the Augusta, Julius, Octavius, and Palace Tower. The newest one is the Octavius Tower. That's the big one in the back. And that one's going to actually overlook either the Bellagio or the, uh, the pool area. So the cool thing about Caesar's Palace, I have to say, is that regardless of where you are, you are going to have a fantastic view. Just because most of the rooms are actually on the last like 20 floors of the hotel, at least in the Octavius Tower. And that's the the hotel that we stayed in or the tower we stayed in. And the cool thing is, is if you know or are familiar with the strip, is either way at the Octavius Tower or the Augusta Tower, you are going to get a view of something. So you're either going to get a view of the Bellagio in this particular case, or you get, which is also including the strip, or you're going to get a view of the pool and the pools here are absolutely fantastic. It's really, really a garden of pools, which looks absolutely fantastic. And they have many different types. So in general, I think this place is great. If you're somebody who really wants to go to a pool, this is the pool that I would highly recommend, but we'll get to that later. So the Octavius tower is really fantastic. Uh, the Augusta tower built just before the Octavius tower. Same. Uh, it's a similar it's a similar look where you're going to have a view of the strip and you also do have sort of a view of the fountains as well. Uh, the Julius Tower is also sort of catty corner to that where you will get a view of the pools as well. If you get the correct view, you're going to look at the strip as well. So uh, why should you stay at Caesars Palace? So one of the many reasons that you should stay at Caesars is because it is centrally located. Whenever I'm actually telling people about Las Vegas Strip is that location is a huge deal and the closer you are to places like the Bellagio and, of course, Caesar's Palace, the closer you are to the center. So that gives you a shorter distance to walk in many different directions. So that's why location is so important. And that is why Caesar's has sort of structured itself as being in one of the best locations on the Strip. So location things, it's very, very easy to maneuver. Um, another other reason that I would recommend this is that there are a lot of things on property to actually explore and enjoy as well. So me being a local, I've been to the forum shops probably a hundred times. So I've been there many, many different times. But if you're somebody who's never been to the forum shops, it, it, it really adds another element that you can explore and have a good time. They also have more restaurants on the inside as well. So I would always say that Caesars Palace restaurants are all Caesars properties in general, whether it's at the Harrah's or the Flamingo, have a really great roster of celebrity chefs. So obviously that comes with a lot of baggage, rather than being just, you know, in name only. Sometimes they're not as good as you think. And it really is just kind of just kind of whatever. But um, a lot of them are very quality. So things like Gordon Ramsay steak at Paris is great. Uh, Bobby Flay's restaurant when it used to be Mesa Grill was good. I've heard Amalfi is also really good. I haven't eaten at Amalfi yet just because I'm not a huge fish person. But if you're somebody who really likes uh, Southern style Italian cuisine, so think pasta, fish, seafood, that's what that place is going to be. They've also announced that he's going to be opening a uh, brassier. Brassier. We're going to figure out one day um, where the old homestead used to be. Also, they're going to be opening up a Luger's, which is going to be 
one of their marquee steak restaurants, which we're all very, very excited here in Las Vegas for. Uh, but they also have Stanton Social and things like that as well. So I would say the main building itself actually has a huge selection of restaurants to choose from. So uh, you don't have to venture very far for any type of cuisine. Uh, they do have Pronto, which is Giada's restaurant, and it's fine. It's, if you're a healthy person or somebody on the go, obviously that's going to be a place that you're going to you know look at. And they also have, of course, right across from it, when you need a <laughs> more than a snack, they have the Bacchanal uh, Buffet, which I did not sample the Bacchanal Buffet, but I definitely sampled the line, which does wrap around the corner. So if you're somebody that's looking to do the buffet over at Caesars, make sure you plan ahead. No, you cannot make reservations, but there are a couple workarounds to get to sort of the front of the line over at uh, the Bacchanal Buffet. But location's a big deal. A lot of restaurants in the main tower, but also the forum shops boast many, many different types of restaurants to choose from. And some of them are actually better than the main hotel. So uh, kind of just going in, uh, staying with the hotel aspect of it, the hotel itself, the prices can be kind of <laughs> exorbitant. So um, I did have to check and see what the prices were for you know the month of August. And it looked like things were running between 350 all the way up to, you know, 550 for you know the more standard rooms obviously they have their penthouses and their villas we don't count those in this particular podcast so uh when we stayed i have to say that my mom does play a lot at caesars so we didn't have to play that particular fee uh but uh, i can i can certainly see where it would get quite pricey so if you're staying for maybe two nights and want to make it you know an adventure or make it something you know elevated i think this would be a really great option as well uh they also have the qua spa which is here as well which i would recommend that as a good option just because they do have many many different types of packages to choose from when you're over at caesar's but They've really gone away from packages in a lot of these spas. So, you know, kind of have to shop around and see if any of these things include packages because a lot of times paying for the package is cheaper, but they've kind of gone away from the package style for these particular spas. But anyways, so we checked in. We checked in a little bit early. So this is a tip. Even if it says you have to check in at 3 o'clock, just know everybody is checking in at 3 o'clock. It's really one of the more annoying things to do. So we being the locals that we were, I went with my mom, is we checked in early. We checked in around noon, and that counts as an early check-in. Sure, fine, whatever. Uh, they will always say, oh, we have a limited amount of rooms, yada, yada, yada. So it just depends. So sometimes if they let you do an early check-in, they will give you a room key, and then they will say, we're going to assign your room later, and then they'll send you a text message for wherever your room's going to be. So this is great, especially if you came to Vegas prepared and you're already dressed for the occasion and all you're going to need to do is place your bags at the bell desk and then you can have it later. But in this particular occasion, uh, they said we can check you in, but then you still have to come back and get your keys. Obviously defeats the purpose of wanting to check in early. So uh, we didn't do that. Uh, the, I believe that the early check-in fee was like 15 or $20 and we said, fine, we're, we're going to do it. So... We went ahead and checked in a little bit early, and uh, they were going to pay us or charge us the $20 fee, which, again, honestly, guys, it's totally worth it. I know that some people like to come to Vegas, and you're kind of pinching pennies, and in this case, it's like you really have to do the math in your head of do you want to spend more time in Vegas doing things, or are you going to worry about pinching pennies? Are you going to worry about you know that 20 bucks that actually is going to help you have more fun uh, in the long run? Because... 
having peace of mind knowing that you have a room already, that all you have to do is go up to your room when you're ready to get dressed for the evening. You don't have to worry about waiting for a text message. Just, is your room ready? Is your room ready? And really what you're paying for is the convenience. So again, you're going to lose $20 playing slots. Why not use the 20 bucks to just get yourself going into the room? So that's one thing. Anyways, so moving on. So then they asked us if we wanted to upgrade, and we were like, how much is it for the upgrade? And then they said, fine, because my mom likes high flo floors. Don't know why. My mom likes high floors. That was an extra 20 bucks charge. So that's an extra – when if they ever do an upgrade, just know this. So if they ever upgrade you, typically they will get commission on their upgrade. So it's usually – if it's an upgrade, it's $20 per night, just not 20 bucks uh, for that one-time uh, charge. So think about it. That's an extra 40 bucks to your trip. My mom said, fine, it's cool, because she was getting the room comped anyways. So then this is the way that it works is if you do the early check-in and then you also got an upgrade on top of it, they take off the early check-in most of the time. So I was going to – this is also a thing. I was going to try to sort of do the $20 trick with the person. You got to feel it out. And, you, and most of the time it doesn't matter the age, but sometimes it's good to get somebody – similar around your age so like i'm about 30 i want somebody who's around you know 35 maybe 40 sometimes a guy sometimes a woman it just it it, do, it doesn't it just the age thing is the big one that you can kind of connect but i like to get it with a younger person uh this sounds kind of terrible but younger people are a little bit easier to manipulate uh so that's kind of why i go for that or somebody my own my own age uh, it's a little harder with somebody, you know, a little bit older. So uh, this particular uh, agent was a little bit older. I knew she knew kind of the score, but you kind of you work it out. So that's that's the way that I did it. So anyways, moving on. So we got our room. Finally, uh, when you walked up, there was somewhat of a line. So the line was about three, three rows deep, you know, kind of like at Disneyland where they do the zigzag. If you can still fit inside of a rope you should go in the line and not wait till later because definitely later it will be outside of the line where you're making your own line. So at the point where you're making your own line, that is not good. So if you can fit inside of the ropes and actually are inside of a line, stand in the line. I know it's going to feel like it takes forever. Later in the day, it can get much, much longer, especially on Fridays, especially on Saturdays. It can get very, very long waiting in those lines. I also recommend this is why you check in with an actual person. We were able to get a very high room, and it was actually a really good view of the pool, which is fantastic, and it was really, really, really a uh, good time. But if you're not able to check in with an actual person, when you're checking in at, let's just say, a kiosk or something of that nature, you are limiting what you're going to get out of the kiosk. The kiosk may not be able to do an early check-in. The kiosk may not be able to give you an upgraded room. The kiosk may not be able to get you uh, early check-in. So kiosks really diminish your return on investment, if you will, by talking to an actual person. Talking to an actual person, an actual person can reason, an actual person has their own needs. Sometimes you want a tip because you have to pay for lunch that day. And that's something that you're thinking about in your head as you're helping a guest in front of you. Not all the time, but every, every once in a while you know, hey, these are people that I can help out and they can help me out at the same time. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. That's the inside baseball of this particular pod. So anyways, checked into our room. Fantastic view. 
the elevators are really, really fantastic. I would also say I feel quite safe just because there were actually two security guards on the check, which I know can be sometimes, you know, a little bit, uh, not intrusive, but a little bit um, not annoying. But I know that some people don't like that. Honestly, I think it's actually better to have live security guards walking into the elevators than actually having to do what we did at MGM Grand, which was the key would only let you go to your room, which when you're only staying with you and another person, that's not a huge deal. But when you're staying with like a group that you might be on different floors, it's a little bit of an inconvenience. I knew a lot. We got a lot of those calls when I used to be at MGM. We would get these calls all the time about why can I go to my friend's room? Why can I do this? And you know, I, I get it. It's 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 inconvenient. So I don't mind the security guards. I thought it was actually per perfectly fine. Uh, really fun story. So uh, I forgot how expensive things were inside of uh, inside of hotels. Uh, so I forgot hair gel, and I went to a one of those like convenience stores, looking through, and boom, they had it. They had the pomade that I usually wear, the exact same brand. Super excited. Uh, so my mom's like, you're going to have to carry it all day because we were going to go out that day. And I walk up to the counter, put it in front of the counter and this pomade, this old spice pomade, no plug. Uh, they said, uh, I put it down. She scanned it and she said, that'll be 2057. I said, what was that? And then I looked down $20 for this pomade, this little thing of pomade that was an emergency. This was honestly one of the first times in my life that they scanned something, that I got to the front of the line of something. They scanned it, and I said, I'm good. My hair will be fine. So uh, put more water in my hair that day and combed it, and hopefully it looked good. But, uh, yeah, uh, make sure you bring all the things that you need. But if that's ever an issue, we always have a Walgreens, a CVS, and a Target now on the Las Vegas Strip. So I think it's pretty well known now at this point that you do not buy necessities at a hotel because they know that you necessarily you need them at that moment so maybe skip that but anyways so they did have it cool good for you i did not buy it but anyways get to the room beautiful room very nice bathroom the bathrooms in this was the augusta tower or the octavius tower excuse me uh very spacious it actually had a kind of a jacuzzi style uh, tub with uh, jets it also had a his and hers sink uh, toilet all by itself, and it also had a stand-up shower with good water pressure. Very important, good water pressure. But also beautiful uh, floor-to-ceiling window that looked out to the pool. Uh, the only gripe that I do have with the hotel stay was that when I like to walk into my hotel room, because I am not paying for the electricity, is I like to have it as cool as possible. It usually goes down to about 60 degrees, sometimes 59. And for some reason, it never got cool inside of our hotel room. So a little bit peeved about the air conditioning situation. Uh, we didn't gripe about it, I would say, uh, which I have had people come up. But it's certainly one of those things that if your air conditioner is not working, this is coming from the concierge part of me, if your air conditioner is not working up to snuff, that is one thing that they will have to change or they will change your rooms. So that is certainly something that you should let them know about if your air conditioner is not pumping out cold air, especially during the summer months, because that is something that they are required to um, supply. And you should make sure that they know that that is not working because, again, that's a, that's a fix that needs to be fixed. So if you are having issues with it and you're there for a longer stay, uh, you certainly want to let somebody know about that because that is something they have to fix. Is air conditioning 
the air conditioning and the toilet. Those are the two things that must be fixed inside of a hotel room. So just know if you talk about those things, typically those will help you. Also, sometimes those are the ways to get, uh, you know, usually like $50 food and beverage credit is something that they will give to you uh, for the inconvenience sometimes if you do it in the right way. Uh, the one good way of uh, not getting those things is asking for them from the beginning. Uh, let Give them the chance to actually fix the problem. If they still can't fix the problem and you have to change rooms, certainly you can say, hey, this is sort of impeding on my trip. Um, would you be able to take out the resort fees? And the resort fees, just so you know, is our favorite thing to take off first because that was free money in the first place. So if I were you, and I think it's going to actually help you in the long run, instead of asking for food and beverage credit, I would certainly, if they give you the option, food and beverage credit, or they can take off, you know, two nights of your resort fee, take the resort fee because, you know, that was, that's easier for them to do. They're much more happy to do that. And really $50 inside of a restaurant is not going to take you very far, but two nights off of your resort fee, I think are actually going to help the most. So again, I'm not here to actually make you complain because I, you know, I hated dealing with people who complained, but if it's a legitimate thing, like, like just to say your air conditioning is not working, there's no hot water, you know, the water's turned off, which at MGM Grand happened all the time. If you guys ever end up staying at MGM Grand, Nice property, but just know we have water shutdowns a lot, and water shutdowns were the absolute worst. So if you do stay in older hotels, this does happen quite frequently because the plumbing is obviously older. So if you are planning on staying at places like MGM Grand, Circus Circus, Excalibur, uh, Tropicana, MGM Grand, I just said, uh, those hotels are you know more than you know, 25, 30 years old they tend to have a lot more issues with like plumbing. So just keep that in mind if you're staying at those properties. So anyways, going back to Caesar's Palace. So I'm going to kind of run through some of the uh, amenities that they have here other than the spa because we talked about that already. But the restaurants, obviously, yeah, there, there are many of them. They span a whole sort of array of price ranges. They have everything from, for example, Stanton Social. They have Nobu. Those are all restaurants that I would consider, you know, Four of the money signs out of four because it can be quite expensive. We actually ended up eating at Stanton Social, which Stanton Social was good, but I think it was kind of wasted on my mom just because I don't think she was like super into it. But um, she enjoyed the steak that she had. Uh, we actually split a steak. I recommend the steak frites. Because the you get steaks and the French fries all included one price, which is, you know, hilarious. Uh, my mom also got the... What was it called? The French onion soup dumplings, which she enjoyed thoroughly. Uh, we did not get the salad, even though my mom looked at the salad, walked by, and she said, man, that salad looks really good. They're huge. Um, but she did get a cocktail, which is fantastic. Uh, she also had a wardrobe malfunction. Not that kind of wardrobe malfunction, everybody. Um, had to do with a shoe, which uh, when you stay at the Octavius Tower, just so you know, the Octavius Tower is the furthest one away from everything inside of the hotels. So if you are staying at the Octavius Tower or... The Augusta Tower, those are the rooms that are furthest away from the main lobby and really anything that's happening. If you wanted to stay closer to the action where you're closer to a lot of the casino, closer to the restaurants, I would say the Forum Tower and probably the Julius Tower are the two towers you want to stay in. The Palace Tower, I would say, is sort of in the middle just because you're able to get to the main things, but you're also still a little bit of a walk. But there are two ways to get to the Octavius Tower, and that one is closest to the pool. Uh, I would recommend that one because it's sort of a shortcut to get you to the center of the hotel. But again, Octavius Tower, if you're staying at it, is the furthest walk from everything in the casino. So again, just giving you a heads up if you're going to be going there. But 
Some of my favorite restaurants that are here at Caesars Palace actually do not sit inside of the Caesars Palace itself. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants that I think is great for uh, events as well as just a night evening out. It can also be like a good first date spot, although first dates on the Strip very rarely happen, especially if you're you know living in Las Vegas. But if you know you're like me and you like to go to the Strip, this is an option. Uh, the Water Grill, which is over inside of the Forum Shop. It's actually right when you walk in, right next to their Fendi stand, which actually sits in the middle right where the valet parking is for the mall. And the Water Grill is quite nice. It's actually a chain course um that actually comes from california and they have a couple different locations up and down the coast they do really great seafood they also can do steaks as well but seafood is really their claim to fame i love their chilean sea bass but the water grill is probably on the top of my list of things inside of caesar's palace that i would highly recommend for you know lunch or dinner time which is absolutely because it works great for both and you can dress up because i've actually gone there when i went to go see adele the first time uh with my friend and it felt you know it felt done up enough uh and it felt you know it, it felt very approachable in terms of pricing so that's also a really really great part of it was the um was 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 actually the price and also the quality of food as well uh they also have a carmines i'm not a huge fan of carmines to be honest but i know a lot of people enjoy it uh i'm not a, i was not a big fan of it i don't like the huge portions my parents didn't enjoy it either when they went uh one of the times and just not for me but if you're a large group let's just say 10 to 15 people Probably one of the best spots to choose is Carmine's because you can get a large amount of food for, you know, a very affordable price. They also have a Cheesecake Factory inside of the Forum Shops as well. Maybe not recommended, uh, but if you're a Cheesecake fan, it is there. Uh, but um, also inside Forum Shops, they have many, many different shop types of shops. A lot of them are sometimes out of our price ranges. So they have things like Christian Louboutin, Gucci, Fendi, uh, Versace, Versace. It's the famous place where... Uh, I forget her name, but she's from Showgirls. She went and said, I want that dress. It's a Versace. And it is the wonderful Versace, which is located there. They also have Valentino and a couple other different options as well. But they do have very approachable brands. So they have uh, a Pandora on the inside. They also have a Levi store, a very special Levi store because they actually have a tailor inside. So if you buy one of their jeans, they're able to tailor it there for you on the spot, which is actually very, very fantastic. Um, I actually get a lot of my jeans there because they have this certain cut that I like to wear. Uh, they also have a beautiful Nike town or a Nike store, which two floors, really fantastic. And they also have a, what else they got in there? Got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they have a Tiffany's, of course, and they have another, a bunch of different jewelry brands that my brother loves to walk and look through and doesn't buy anything, right? Um, so uh, many, many different shops. Uh, this is where Spago used to be, but no longer. But they do have Trevi, which has been there forever. But the cool thing, by the way, about Pandora's, if you are shopping in Las Vegas, they do make custom Pandora's for the cities they are in. And I have to say Vegas probably has the coolest ones because they have the two dice with the dangly Las Vegas in it. You can get it in sterling, silver, diamond, gold, rose gold, however you'd like. But Forum Shop's definitely a plus for this particular property just because it does also have um, other restaurants. That's RPM, which is Julian Rantic's company and as an Italian restaurant. And they also have a... Sushi Roku, which is another great sushi restaurant, which my friend Ben Wilson, who is on Vsin, which is the company that uh, he works for, uh, he has said and gone on multiple times 
he has said that that is one of his favorite restaurants that feels fancy, but actually isn't too bad for your wallet. So that's always a, a great thing to hear. But that's Sushi Roku, which is over at the Forum Shops. That's over near the spiraling staircase. But the Forum Shops actually also offer a really great place to walk, especially during the summer when it can get to 114 degrees outside and gives you very much a reprieve from walking outside. It also is a great cut through. If you're walking through from like Bellagio, you can go into the forum shops, get the air conditioning and then pop out near the Mirage, Harrah's, all those other restaurant, uh, other uh, properties. But forum shops really underrated as being, you know, one of the better sort of pit stops. You don't have to buy anything, but they do have lots of places to sit on the inside, which is fantastic. They have the free show, of course, uh, but the forum shops really great. They also have the Palm. I was almost forgetting the Palm. Uh, the Palm is a a very, very famous restaurant that you can find in L.A., uh, Beverly Hills, San Diego. I don't think I have uh, San Diego. Take that back. Uh, but famous restaurant. And uh, I've actually eaten there. They, have, they serve the whole lobster. There's also Joe's Stone Crab. Oh, my goodness. So there's so many restaurants inside of this property. And I'm not even mentioning Hell's Kitchen, which is actually outside of the restaurant. Uh, sorry, outside of the hotel, which is actually on the Las Vegas Strip where Serendipity used to be. Um, is Hell's Kitchen worth it? Honestly, guys, I don't think so. I actually went to Burger, his burger restaurant, which was at Paris a while back. And I have to say, burger is not good. It was fine. It's doable. I recommend Holstein's if you want a gourmet burger. That's where I'd go if I want a burger. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so anyways, moving on. So staying at Caesar's Palace, uh, what else did I do there? So uh, they also have Absinthe. So Absinthe, I'll probably end the pod on this particular note. Absinthe is a fantastic show in Las Vegas. Probably the last great production show that isn't you know a headliner like Adele or Garth Brooks or Carrie Underwood. It's probably one of the last great production shows in town just because it really encapsulates what it's like to be an adult in Las Vegas. You want to see a high production show, but you know that you're not with your kids. So the same thing that gets your kids excited is not going to get you excited. So this one has you know, a lot of comedy, a lot of cursing. It is very, very blue, so just be ready to, for that. It also interacts with the crowd quite a bit, really pushes boundaries. So if you're sitting in those first, like, three, four rows, careful. They may pull you on stage. You might have to do something a little bit freaky, but just be aware. The tickets are not cheap here. The tickets can, the tickets can be very, very expensive. So you're looking anywhere between, I would say, 150 to 250 per ticket, just depending on where the seats are. They do sell out, and typically they do have two shows a night. So typically it's at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. So typically those are the two times that are available. Again, give or take 30 minutes because I don't have the times off the top of my head, but typically two shows a night every day of the week. And they do change the shows. So they do typically have different performers, different acts throughout all the shows. So just keep that in mind if you are working, uh, looking to go to see Absinthe. Uh, Absinthe also includes their outdoor space, which their outdoor spaces has become really cool to kind of hang out at it. Uh, maybe not in the summer, still a little hot, but their outdoor space is actually the Green Fairy Garden, which they've really leaned into the Absinthe, uh, you know, aesthetic, uh, which actually has outdoor seating, which is quite nice. You don't have to be going to the show to actually go into the Green Fairy Garden. They also have the No Pants uh, Hamburger Stand, uh, which actually has hamburgers. They also have fried pickles, I believe. I have to check on that. But they also have their speakeasy, which are speakeasy. I did highlight on my uh, Instagram page, which is Conscious Confidential underscore LV. If you want to check out the visuals of uh, the speakeasy over at Absinthe, uh, pure 
17 yep pier 17 and you can also check it out check it out on tiktok which is at keys to vegas and also on youtube which is at um, you know concierge confidential on youtube as well so make sure to check out our social channels and if you like anything go ahead and like it if you want to highlight something else in las vegas feel free to send me a dm or comment on it of something you want to see and then i'll be able to highlight that thing or try to get to it um, as our latest video was uh, going to the Neon Museum, which that was a really fun thing as well. So we don't just go to restaurants and bars. We do go do some activities in town as well. So uh, I think we pretty much highlighted Caesar's Palace in the best possible way. I have to say that their pools are fantastic. I almost forgot the thing that I wanted to actually talk about, which is their pools. Their pools, if you are going to Vegas and you want pools, regardless of your age, Caesar's Palace has the best pools. I have to say, Caesars Palace has the absolute most fantastic pools. They do not have a lazy river like MGM Grand does, but honestly, MGM Grand's pool area feels kind of dated when you go look at Caesars Palace pools. And Caesars Palace is a themed hotel. It's themed to look like Rome. So you actually walk into the pool area. They have this beautiful, big, round pool right in the center, which that's primarily going to be for, for kids, but... Every, really adults because the kids just love the big pool but the big pool it's just absolutely mind-boggling how much space the giant round pool takes up and it has that cool thing in the center as well which is great uh but they also have they have about eight pools in general including this big one so they have the big pool they also have their standard sort of rectangular pool they also have a pool that sort of wraps around very much for adults and that is where they have the swim up blackjack uh where they can do you know blackjack the minimums are 25 dollars and 50 dollars minimums so just be careful if you're going to be going and playing blackjack at the pool it is 25 and 50 dollars minimums yes you need cash or chips from the casino um so if you have chips for, that you brought in from the casino cool uh but they do not take like credit cards so you do have to bring cash money even though i know it's at the pool uh you have to bring cash for uh to gamble over at uh, the swim up pool but they also have their uh they have three pools on a top deck which is actually really cool and i would say those are actually one of the best pools to be at when the sun starts going down because there is shade uh because again it is very very toasty out there not a lot of shade but what i do like about their pools is that their day beds actually have you know the regular uh canopy on top which actually they did not have at block at the mgm grand so really kudos to their day beds actually having a full top which is nice and their sides also provide uh shade as well so you can pull down the shades and get a little bit of cover from that as well which is you know awesome so highly recommend if you want a day bed or something uh this is a great spot lots of day beds here didn't see that many cabanas, but they do have, you know, uh, enough cabanas. And I believe their cabanas are on a rental, uh, a rental policy. So uh, a little bit different sometimes when they do this, like, let's just say, for example, it's 600 bucks to rent their cabana. It does not include food and beverage. So just be sure to, if you're booking over the phone to ask questions like, is this a food and beverage minimum or is this a rental fee? Because rental fees, not really what you want, but sometimes you just got to go with it. Uh, you want the food and beverage minimums because you're probably going to be eating and drinking that much, especially if you're going to be there at the pool all day and, you know, racking up a huge bill. Uh, last thing to note about the pool, they do have a adult, an adult only pool, which has its own bar, which is quite nice. So their bar actually overlooks the, uh, the adult area, which kind of popping. It was just basically just a, re a long rectangular pool. Uh, but the bar is actually quite nice because it actually has TVs, which is cool because you're able to watch games, be under the sh it's shaded, thank God. And then, uh, you know, they have music pumping in, which is also quite nice. But 
Uh, highly recommend it. For sure, they do give you a wristband if you're walking into the adult-only area. You do not have to have a cabana or anything to be in that area. Just make sure you have the wristband and you're over 21. Uh, you're able to be in that area. I think you might have to be 18. I think it's 21. Yeah, you have to be 21 because they give you the wristband, obviously. So 21. But uh, yeah, the adult area pool, one of the better ones I've seen, for sure. It's more of a party uh, than, for example, like MGM Grand, which their adult pool was a little bit quieter. Didn't really you know, bring the party atmosphere. So anyway, so I think I covered most of Caesar's Palace. Yeah, feels good. I mean, they have a Nobu. Didn't talk about Nobu, but I've been to the Nobu at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe when it was Hard Rock Cafe. Um, Quality is quite high, so highly recommended if you are a, a person who loves sushi. Definitely make your reservations very far in advance. This Nobu is very, very popular, and if you're somebody who wants to be in, you know, in the spot, uh, that's where you go. They also have Omnia. Um, quick thing about Omnia. Omnia, if you've listened to our nightclub podcast, which is you know further back, go and listen to it with Diana Morphin. Um, she was our nightclub liaison. Omni is my favorite nightclub. The DJs, they rotate a lot more than I you know, remember, so I can't really go off the top of my head, but they really have one of the premier nightclubs in Las Vegas. It's probably my favorite nightclub of all the clubs just because it has the chandelier that comes down off the ceiling, has lights, air, the whole thing, and it's just really a great atmosphere for a nightclub, and I think it's actually just really fantastic. So Omnia two thumbs way up. Sportsbook is right next to Omni as well. Sportsbook's great. Um, not a lot of places to sit unless you're sitting at the bar area, but my dad loves it there because if you're a single person, walk up to the bar, beautiful view of the sportsbook as well. And if you are a poker player, this is one of the best places to play poker because they actually have to keep up the standards for their World Series of Poker poker room. So anyways, that was the hotel highlight of Caesars Palace. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I enjoyed actually talking about it. You'll probably hear me talking about Caesars Palace again uh, when we get into the Adele pod when we uh, went and saw Adele with my mother because she's awesome. So yeah, so this was Concierge Confidential. Again, follow us on all of our social channels at Concierge Confidential underscore LV on Instagram. And you can also follow us on all of our other pages at Keys to Vegas on Twitter and as well on the TikTok, the talk as I call it. Uh, so again, thank you so much for listening. Um, send in any recommendations you guys might want to hear me talk about. I really enjoy doing them. Sorry I took a couple weeks off, got a little busy at work, but we have we are back and better than ever. So anyways, my name is Brian Ortega. If you see me out in town, remember, keep it confidential. <laughs> <laughs>